Hey, it's Hannah. Hannah Baker. Settle in, because I'm about to tell you the story of my life. More specifically, why my life ended. And if you're listening to this tape, you're one of the reasons why. Is Hannah telling the truth? Don't believe everything you hear. Whatever Hannah thought she saw, she lied about it on those tapes because she's a crazy drama queen who just killed herself for attention. Hannah has secrets, Mrs. Baker. Hannah's secrets are what killed her. Maybe I'll never know why you did what you did, but I can make you understand how it felt. You don't know the whole story. What else do I need to know? You're just like the rest of them, but I'm not. Everyone is just so nice until they drive you to kill yourself. And sooner or later, the truth will come out. This is a wild game of survival. Hello and welcome to Deja Vu, the Ithacan's weekly review podcast. I'm Reviews Editor Jake Leary, and it is a very packed house this week. I'm going to let my guests introduce themselves. Uh, we're going to be talking about 13 Reasons Why, but here's who you're with. Hi, I'm Matt Maloney. I'm one of the assistant multimedia editors at The Ithacan. I am reviewing the show, and yeah, I'm here to talk about it. Hi, my name is Salisa Kalakal. I'm the opinion editor of The Ithacan, and I'm also the host of The Ithacan's new podcast called Office Hours, where we talk to professors about what they're doing outside the classroom. Hello, I am Matt Hirsch. I am the ad sales manager for The Ithacan, but I am also a former events committee chairman for Active Minds at Ithaca College and an advocate of the Get Caps Ready movement, which promoted additional funding for the Office of Counseling and Psychological Services at IC. All right, well, thank you guys for being here with me today. Before we talk about some of the problems with 13 Reasons Why, I'm going to have Matt set that up for us and tell us what you thought of it. Sure. So um, 13 Reasons Why, it's a TV show that's based on the book by Jay Asher. The story follows Clay Jensen, who is one of Hannah Baker's friends. Hannah Baker um, commits suicide and leaves 13 tapes that are her 13 reasons why she committed suicide, and each tape is about a different person. And what happens through the course of the show is that the tapes get passed from person to person, and we are watching Clay go through the tapes himself and talk about them and experience what's happening in the tapes and how it affects him. One of Clay's friends, Tony, who is kind of designated by Hannah to guard the tapes, he has a second case of them that he will put out just in case... Um, Hannah's wishes aren't being followed or people are acting up with the tapes. Um, he is kind of Clay's like guide through the tapes and he is there with Clay to get him through a lot of this stuff. And he, there's a scene in, I think the 10th episode, Clay basically says like, I killed Hannah Baker. And Tony says, no, we all killed Hannah Baker. In my mind, that's the clearest personification of the problem. The big problem that people have with the show, it makes it seem like other people are responsible for someone's suicide, which clearly they're not. Yes, the the show has been coming under fire for a few things, one of which is what Matt just said, and the other of which is the idea of fantasticizing mental illness in some way and making it seem like something that is going to draw these people to you and draw all this attention to you, and it comes across as like an adventure in a way that it really shouldn't, and it's really unsettling. And the producer of the show, Selena Gomez, has said that she wanted this to be like an opportunity to educate people about mental illness and show what that's like but i think it might have gone in the wrong direction and it's not playing out well they also um the last point i was reading something that they changed a few things about the show from the book and you know in the book it says that hannah overdosed on pills and they never really go into the details of it 
but they changed that for the screen version to show her slitting her wrists, and they show a very, very, very graphic depiction of her actual suicide, which I had a really hard time watching. But they said that they did that in order to not romanticize suicide, and that was something that they were trying to... They were trying to show all of the gory details because of that. I think they definitely mix, missed the mark on that. I think that the decision to show uh, Hannah dying by suicide in the bathtub was something that I personally had a lot of issue with because uh, in the mental health community, we have a lot of issues when suicide is portrayed, when it's when there's a visual of it. Because first of all, just um, it's, it's not even really a good idea to s- explain or show examples of how suicide could be done uh, because it kind of concretizes the image. It provides like ideas for, for those who are struggling with their mental health uh, and sort of gives them ideas, suggestions of how they would be able to accomplish it. So that that was one thing. But then it, it was the actual portrayal of it on screen that I, I think they definitely missed the mark if they were trying to be. The entire structure of the show and that in particular makes it makes suicide feel like a solution. Yes. And it's really it's really uncomfortable to watch if you've had any experience with mental illness to see somebody do that and then watch a show lay out a series of events that make it seem like, oh, this is this is a good idea. This is Hannah Baker's way of getting revenge on the people who wronged her and drawing attention to her death and like purging herself of that. But that isn't how that's that isn't how that works, and that isn't how that should be portrayed because that really does send the wrong message, as, as right. you said, Matt. And I think those who who are struggling with their mental illness with thoughts of suicide, uh, I, I think this the way they portrayed Hannah was very inaccurate to how people who actually have these experiences are. I mean, they're very strong, very courageous people who I mean they they're living with these symptoms, and it, it kind of to me it portrayed Hannah as as very blaming uh, of others and just it was all a source of melodrama and I think to to fuel this storyline which I think just um, unfortunately stigmatized these people who do live with mental illness a lot. Yeah it's definitely problematic the very the premise of the whole show and the book is problematic because it almost turns like dealing with mental illness mental illness and depression and suicidal thoughts into like a revenge almost like murder murder mystery series because every episode you know that she's going to focus on someone and it makes you feel like okay what did they do i want to know what they did to hannah but ultimately you know she did make the decision herself even though obviously the traumatic experiences she had did contribute to it but it they missed the mark in just not discussing her mental illness at all during the show they made like passes to it they would reference it every now and then but they nothing was ever done to actually address the fact that she was dealing with some very serious mental health issues it was almost like brushed under the rug it comes off as like a weird bullying psa in a lot of ways but it's yeah, it is missing that crucial aspect um and then there yeah there is that issue of oh she's blaming all of these people for a decision she made herself and the characters in the show which in terms of plot this is a bit ridiculous but pretty much all of the characters who are portrayed in that show are like despicable human beings like to an insane degree and they do horrible horrible things um and she is right to blame those characters but the person who takes the biggest impact out of it is clay who's this very soft-spoken kind of 
bland person, but it destroys him, and it's this really upsetting... It's upsetting to watch the effect that these tapes have on him, too, that it's placing the blame where it shouldn't necessarily be, and it destroys another person for it. And it's frustrating to see in Clay's episode and the following ones, it implies that if Clay had done something, he could have saved Hannah, or things would have been different, and it's weird to think that one person could have saved her out of love or some sort of romance or something like that. And I think that's also another fault of the show. I, I think that the message that they were going for, I think what they were kind of trying to say is that if we're all nicer to people, maybe these kinds of things won't happen, which is like, that's that's a respectable kind of message that you're going for. But I don't think that by having them say like, oh, I could have saved her. Like, no, you couldn't have because that was something that she was battling with and it was her decision it's nothing that you can do about it and these instances of of when the characters could have been nicer i mean jake you hit the nail on the head they were doing very horrible things throughout the show they were very all of them were very conflicted it seemed very over the top and melodramatic like uh i mean the the genre of the of this teen melodrama kind of mystery elements uh, that's what i saw it as um and feel free to disagree with me but when that happens i feel like there's a huge disconnect from reality because that's really not what a lot of situations where where someone might be living with mental illness and struggling with their symptoms, I I don't feel like it's a very realistic scenario. So the whole idea to portray how people should behave under these circumstances was, it it just felt very over the top. I will say the one thing that I think the show did do well is portraying how rape culture and sexual violence impacts women. I think they did a good job of showing how the progression of slut shaming and then ostracizing you know a woman and then calling her a whore and a slut and then ultimately you know raping her and robbing her of her agency I think they do a good job of showing how that can cause severe trauma and PTSD which is what Hannah was dealing with so I think that is one thing that the show did do well is portraying this culture of um, sexual harassment and rape and how that can ultimately like like ruin a woman's life and it's not just Hannah it happens with Jessica too. I think a lot of the issues with this show, it's a double-edged sword. You know, they do certain things really, really well and others really, really poorly, um, which is unfortunate, you know, that we couldn't have a show that hit every nail on the head um, and gave us something that really could have been impactful in a positive way. I think mental health is a really, really, really fine line to walk. You know, it's a hard thing to portray and sometimes it's just something that you should stay away from, you know, but... I I respect the effort. I don't know if I really agree with the uh, product. It's difficult, you know. Having having a mental illness, it's a very personal thing, and it varies very much from person to person. Um, so to watch any portrayal of it is going to feel wrong if you're in that position, no matter what you do. But this is to another level um, where I, I, I mean, I... It would have been bad news if I had watched something like this when I was in the worst of, you know, what I'd gone through, like, and things that I'd gone through in my past. And I know that of a lot of other people I've spoken to as well, that that's just, it's providing answers um, that it shouldn't be providing. And it's very discouraging. It feels bad to criticize something that's trying to do one of the hardest things in reducing the stigma surrounding mental illness. And that's just 
getting a conversation going. That's getting people talking because that's something that so often people are afraid to do is talk about their mental health and address it. So the show is successful in, it, in at least trying to do that. But it, it is, like you said, a double-edged sword of is, is this really the place with all of the things they were trying to accomplish for entertainment purposes and sources of drama? I feel like trying to tie in that educational aspect of it just fell completely flat, which is unfortunate because there was a, a noble intention of it, but just it got lost in the shuffle. As we know, you know, intentions and results are, there's a long way to walk between the two, but I actually hadn't thought of it that way, that at least there is a conversation going now. And that is a positive thing, even though it's about, you know, I'm sure the showrunners aren't thrilled that it's at their expense, but at the same time, it's getting a good message out there, which I do think is valuable. And I think all of you would agree is a valuable thing to be happening. All right. I want to thank you all for being here with me today. Uh, I'm going to give you the opportunity to let people know where they can contact you if you want to do that, if there's anything that you want to plug, if there's anything you want to let people know. So we'll start with you, Matt Hirsch. Okay. Um, I just wanted to uh, put in a plug for CAPS. And their phone number is 607-274-3136. I encourage anyone who's struggling with symptoms of their mental health to just call in and check in for a visit or call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-8255. By the time this podcast is out, uh, the first episode of Office Hours will also be out, so be sure to listen to that as well. Yeah, and Matt Maloney. Uh, well, same as last week. Follow me on Twitter at Matt underscore Maloney 25, and uh, be sure to read the review. Yeah, that'll be in the uh, April 20th edition of the paper. Um, We've been talking about 13 Reasons Why, the Netflix original series. Again, thank you for joining me. For Deja Vu, I'm Jake Leary. Thank you for listening. (laughs) 